Welcome everyone to House on Fire, an Austin Oaks Church Parenting Podcast, where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desire is to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And today I have uh, Mrs. Scantlin on with us and Mrs. Palmer. So I'm so used to saying last names now that I like teach at Veritas, actually. It's like a whole formal thing. Anyway, you don't say that. Anyway, uh, so thanks for coming on with us today. And so uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourselves and your guys' families so we can get to know you a little bit. So I'm Monica Scantlin. Um, both my husband, Alan, and I are native Austinites, so yay, there yeah. not very many of us around. We have been married for 24 years, and we've got two girls, um, Juliana and Natalie, who both attend Veritas Academy, and we have been members here at Austin Oaks for 16, 17 oh, years, okay. long, long time. time, a long time, Yeah. Um, and you can usually find us serving in children's ministry. Um, Alan is also involved in small groups, uh, leads the uh, ninth grade boys here at Austin Oaks. Yeah. Um, and Rebecca, we connected with the Palmers, gosh, when Natalie was a baby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there God blessed my life with this woman yeah, that's awesome. 11 years ago. So thankful. Yeah, that's awesome. So thankful. I'm Rebecca Palmer. Hello. And, yes, we've we've been at Austin Oaks, my husband, Greg, and I. He actually went to... EV free when it was when it was EV free in college college ministry mm-hmm. okay. college ministry was involved with that and after college and then when I met him we started going here moved away and then came back in 2008 and haven't left this is our Austin Oaks is our definitely our family and we have three children uh, 13 11 and seven two boys and a girl they all go to Veritas Academy and um yeah, so I serve. I teach the three and four year old little ones the the worship time, and we we just love being around here in our community, yeah. and of course love the Scantlands. We've been in small group with them for a while now. So yes, cool, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. So the the question that uh, you guys have po- we've posed together, mm-hmm. I and mean, there's like there's like thirty five questions, but we kind of had to choose one for just today. But but why make our children and teens go to church? So that's going to kind of be the conversation that we're going to talk about here for a little bit. So uh, love to know you guys' thoughts, and uh, eager to uh, have you guys share your life experience and wisdom with us. So, well, I remember growing up, and it was definitely forced. You know, we were, and you know, and. Christian family. Chris, mm-hmm. I, d- I did grow up in a Christian home, and it was it was stressful though because we had to wear a certain thing, right? So <laughs> my brother had to wear nice slacks and the okay. button-down shirt and everything, and so we were like, okay, we had to go. And but you know what? Over the years, we really did start to love going in the yeah. youth group, and so I am thankful that my parents held firm in Sunday morning. That's our commitment: is to go to church together as a family. Um, but at the time, there were some fights in the house. I remember my brother and my dad, like, because he didn't want to go. But I am thankful that that we grew up mm-hmm. doing that. And that was something that was important for my husband and I as well. He was the same. He would say the same thing for his family. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I had the same experience that Rebecca did. We, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, but my parents, looking back, were very wise in how they handled that. Mm. And the language that they use. So it was, we're a family that worships together. We're a family that serves Mm. together. So it was this whole idea of the footprint, right? The blueprint of what made the Diaz family who Mm. they were as Christians. 
Um, and so, yes, as we became teens or, you know, our friends didn't have to go, why do we have to wake up? It was always, like, this is what we do as a family. Yeah. This is what matters to us. Um, and they were really good about saying, right, we tell you that other things in life matter. This matters so much more. Yeah. Um, and so when Alan and I became parents, we very early from when the girls were little, it's the Scantlands worship together, the Scantlands serve together because we know, right, those struggles are coming and have started coming now that I have a high schooler um, on certain weekends. Mm-hmm. But it's so, um, it's just so nice to be able to go, hey, this is who we are as a family. Yeah. Like if, if this is the core and this is what matters most in our lives, our faith, yeah. Um, we're a family that worships together. We're a family that serves mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and some weekends we're all in, right? And then there are other weekends that, you know, we're some, some are, you know, one of us are struggling, but just coming back to this is who we are yeah. at the core. Yeah, that's good. Is there ever a time you don't make them go? And this is like a, be a family preference. It wouldn't be like a, there's, you know, the scripture doesn't say, you know, you need to go every like you can't not be at church like it doesn't say that like obviously there's sickness and there's crazy things that happen and you get back at 2 a.m from something or you know whatever so is there any for you guys and the way your families operate is there times that you aren't as strict with you know forcing them or having them go well, I think because we have a couple of different services, it makes it nice to where, okay, last night we were up way too late. We are not going to make it to the nine o'clock service. We're going to go you know, 11 o'clock and yeah. make, we're going to make this work. Of course, if we're traveling and, you know, with COVID, it was so nice because we were like, let's just get up and stay in our pajamas and church is right there. So getting back into the habit has been a little like harder. It's like, oh, that was really nice yeah. to have another day to sleep in or do something, you know, you know, around the house or whatever. And, but I just, I feel like once we, if we do start doing that and say, okay, you know what, this Sunday, let's, let's stay home or whatever. Then that just, that can be an easier thing to do. Well, next week we also have this, so we're not gonna be able to go next week. And yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, it just kind of depends, but really I just want to kind of make a commitment. Like Monica was saying, this is what we do. You know, this is we're going to go, and especially with sports, when my boys were wanting to play on a team that had a practice mm-hmm. on a Sunday, I was like, I'm sorry, we can't do this. Yeah. Um, if it's going to be, you know, where we can't, we have, we can't go to church together, um, which is not easy because there's a lot of pressure to, but this is what you want This is the team you want to be on. Ah. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I agree. And same thing as what Rebecca said, like, you know, um, there are rare occasions where, you know, my oldest is, is involved in one act. And there was one morning, like they had literally rolled in right that morning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Early. And so we did that of, okay, we ha- we're going to go serve. We'll come back and grab you so you can join us at 11 o'clock. Um, and obviously if somebody's sick, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah. what Alan and I decided um, during the COVID period, because it did become easy. Everything was online Mm -hmm. is we were like, Oh, this is special time. Like we're going to get up, right. We're going to be there for service. Even if we can't worship and fellowship in person, we're going to do this. You know, this is set aside time. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple of times that our friend, you know, our girls are like, well, our friends, 
we're going to go do this, and they we can just watch it later. And we're like, no, baby. Like, this is set-aside time because it's so easy to fall out of that habit. Yeah. Um, but we're also really careful not to say only just in church, right? We, we talk to them about in any relationship, in anything that you're doing, when you grow um, apart or your heart's no longer endeared to something because there's not right that that constant um input or communication like it's very easy to walk away so we've talked about like friendships um and you know i've been able to talk to my girls and like say like okay my friendship with rebecca we're both busy we're moms our kids are running crazy lives but just to get a text from her like oh how did this thing go or i'll send you know just those check-in points right it keeps you connected and endeared Mm -hmm. to someone Mm -hmm. um and so able being able to point those examples to them and say this is why it matters like we want you to love your church family and be endeared to them and that means seeing them and walking in this building and um and because we kept that time when the doors opened and we could come back, like they were excited mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. actually see people yes. again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's good. My, my personal preference would be that we as a church would never provide anything online ever. Oh, I know. Like I, and that's a, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty biased. Cause I'm like, you missed it. Yeah. Like, like, you weren't there. The so you can't like, so there's no, like you can't relive it on a video and, and there's pros and cons. And that's, that's a personal yeah. preference just to clarify. I'm not making a <laughs> declaration well, sick, though, or something you've got but, to stay home. I was like, Oh, this is really nice. But yeah, to have there's this option. Yeah. Yes. You're right. I was thinking about just being disciplined as well. And it's kind of a discipline where, you know, it's, it could be, it could be so easy just to, you know, skip or, but it, it is, and, and showing our kids, modeling that, like, this is not necessarily easy to get up and get all the kids ready. I mean, you know, uh, getting you know, yeah. that's not easy, getting yeah. everybody and out the door. And But it is a commitment. And once I get here, oh, Lord, thank you so much. And I want my kids to, to feel that. And maybe they don't feel it right now. Yeah. But over time and just, I needed this. I needed to connect back with God because this week got busy and I needed this time to worship with my family, my church family, and to, and so, yeah, I, I can see how it would be easy just to do, go to youth group for the kids, but I also want them to ex- come and yeah. big church is what, you know, yeah. we called yeah, it growing it, up, big church. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says nothing about student ministry. It says everything about church. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. church <laughs> is always, church is always the higher value than mm-hmm. anything else that a church can provide. It's the being involved with the corporate body of Christ and under the authority of our leaders. And Mm -hmm. that's why I myself attend our own church. And Mm -hmm. I know many, many pastors or youth pastors who don't actually attend their own churches because they're serving. Uh, And, and serving's great, Mm -hmm. but serving is, is not the same as attending and, and being involved in a a corporate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I think those can get, skewed often so what about vacations like so we i, I mean I'm, I'm a pastor so i'm usually here at mm-hmm. church unless i'm on vacation and then actually we always try to go to a different church i love that just like if we're in the area we just try to pick one and it's actually kind of funny to like look at websites i'm like oh this website is so bad i'm like this is going to be a terrible <laughs> church probably it's just it's just these are my sinful ways of viewing viewing the, it's just it's funny but so we but i i enjoy 
going to a different church, like on vacations, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like here, it's like, I'm always like, I don't, it, I don't know. I, I love, love my church, but I'm not like relaxed. I mean, I am, but it's like, I'm trying to meet new people. You're and, on, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm on. Yeah. yeah. So when I go somewhere else, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> just, in. I'm going to walk in and zer- maybe learn a couple of things. Just, so I'm kind of a little yeah, different person. Great. So do you, is that something that you guys do at all? Like on vacations or whatever, try to find a local church. I just like different experiences. So when it comes to church world, cause I don't, I just mm-hmm. only get to see ours. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, just random, random thought. We have not, but I love that though. I think usually when we are traveling, we'll go to my parents' church up in Arlington where I'm from, and, yeah. which I grew up in that church. But usually it t- Sundays are travel days yeah. or something y- yes, like that. Yes, yeah. So it's not like we're there on a Sunday. But yeah. I love that. I like that idea too. We have not done that with the girls. Um, and part of it is like we usually try to be back, you know, because Sunday yeah, is kind of like for a sure. that's transition true. day. And so that's not usually hitting us. Yeah. Um, but what, what has been really cool is there have been a few times where even before we had online, like my brother's church would do a Facebook live stream. And so yeah. it was cool for the girls to like see Uncle Paul preach. For sure. Like, oh, he's really good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a great idea just to let mm-hmm. your kids see, right, different experiences mm-hmm. and different services. Um, and sometimes it makes them go, wow, we got something pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I want to do a better job of picking different cultural churches mm-hmm. than what, you know, than what we're used to. Um, I mean, we're very blessed to have a huge Hispanic population, some mm-hmm. Indian population. So there's a good amount of culture here at our church, not as much African-American as I would desire, um, or really any, I mean, I'd really desire every nation mm-hmm. to be at our church. But, um, and so we've tried to think more about that when we're other places, like to maybe, maybe choose the church mm-hmm. that's got the terrible website and right. is like totally something that's way different than we would yeah. ever, yeah. uh, just, you know, experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so. That's yeah. so cool. And, and I love that you, this is not something that I was very, um, I was good about doing when the kids were younger, but I love seeing your family there. Nine o'clock service. You have Melissa. You've got your three kids, and they're young. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Paisley's your oldest, and she's what seven, six. six. She's yeah. six, and you know, some of them stay for the the, the worship part at mm-hmm. least. And I love that. And we tried to do that, and then it was you know one of us taking him. And I wish we'd been more committed to doing that. And your daughter stays with you for the service, and and it's not really something we started to do until maybe in the last year or so when there was youth group and um so now we're trying to figure out and with some people they're like well there's if my if we go to church with our kids the service and then they stay for youth group what do we do it's like yeah. There's plenty of places to serve. serve? That's, yeah. so that's yes. what we do, there you know. Are, yeah, you you can come up with any excuse you want. Mm-hmm. But there's also many as many opportunities mm-hmm. to do yep. and serve and mm-hmm. as well. Or we meet so. as a small group. Yeah. That's what we've been doing at, at 11 well, o'clock. Perfect time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our kids are, like, we worship together, both in our families, and then kids do their thing. We do our small group. So you guys have, like, one month where you go to church at 9, and then you have your, your like, adult group at 11 on campus. On campus, it's not a scheduled thing. Okay, because, okay. But we'll look at our calendar and say, I'm not serving, because we all serve yeah. in the children's ministry, so... This Sunday, so we we schedule uh-huh. it out and say once, twice a week, not week, twice a month, a month, mm-hmm. and then we'll maybe do a family thing. But it really opens up the up the opportunity. So, but nine o'clock, and the kids are like, "Why are we going so early?" And I'm like, "Get up, 
let's go. And we come and we worship and then they go off to youth group or Sunday school. And then we meet as a small group. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you guys, you're making it work for your families. We're making it work for our families. Yeah. I'm so proud of yeah. us. I yeah. really yeah. am. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's well, not easy. And it took away a lot of the obstacles we were finding and mm-hmm. trying to schedule small group time as your kids get older. You, and I remember see his name there. Um, Steve, Collier one time making a comment that stuck with me is when your kids are little, they're on your schedule, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it transitions oh, and man. You become, you're on their schedule. Yeah. And you know, we've got teens now. And so half of our life is like, wait, what games, what things, what events, what school activities. And so it was just, we were like, oh, light bulb moment. We're all here. Yeah. Like before we head off with our crazy days and weeks, like let's connect and make that our small group time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that. You're just here's the parameters of the way that the church is operating right now mm-hmm. in terms of scheduling, and you guys are fitting it in and making it work within you know right. your families. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And there was a room available that we sneak into, and I, I'm really, I really am enjoying it. So, and it may be just this season, and we may change it up. But we were, yeah. we had our calendars out. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, we had our calendars out. We're like, okay, how about this? Okay, we cannot find any days to get together do a Christmas outing. You know, yeah. let's just do it after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I, I like that. You know, have your your kids or teenagers pushed back at all for you guys, like, and said, you know, we don't really want to go to church? And if so, like, how did that conversation look, or how did that conversation go? Leaning into that, and because it could go a lot of ways, like a lot of ways. So um, our conversations have looked more like um, not necessarily I don't want to, but so and so right doesn't have to. Why? You know, hmm. why, why us? Why me? Um, and Rebecca used a word earlier that I'm like, yeah, that's so it. Discipline, right? So then our kids are old enough that we were able to have conversations of like, hey, the discipline that we're teaching you in this spiritual act, this is, there's a reason why throughout scripture, um, it, it talks about discipline, turning your heart back, mm-hmm. right? You read through the, the prophets and it's this whole, you fallen away, turn back, you fallen away, turn back, right? Yeah. Of just reminding yourself of what your, your faith is, what your values are. Yeah. And so we make it a bigger picture of, you know, when you don't want to go to school, we make you go to school. This is not an option, baby. Um, when you've committed because you, you know, of, of work, we make you show up. This is not an option. And so we want our girls to see that teaching them spiritual discipline is good for all parts of their life. Mm-hmm. I don't get to wake up, you know, every morning and go, am I feeling like being Alan's wife today or am I not? It's every day I wake up and he and I make that decision of we are going to be married to each other and yeah. we are going to make decisions that reflect that today. Yeah, it's not good. about, am I feeling it? Am I mm. not? This is a decision and it takes discipline. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, we have a bigger context conversation with them about there's a reason as parents, we want you to learn discipline throughout your life Yeah, because one day they will get to make the choice. Do they want to mm-hmm. get up and go to work? Do mm-hmm. they want to wake up and act like someone's spouse? Do they want to wake up and go to church or take their own children? Um, And so I want them to see that it's not about them. It's not about their feelings or what they're thinking. Um, There is beauty in living a life that is about Mm -hmm. looking at others 
right? That is what we're called to do as Christians. It is looking at others through the lens of our creator and not, it's all about me. Yeah. Like I want them to learn that now when it's not as painful and maybe not as impactful to them and other people in their lives. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would very much agree. And I, I, I read it once that uh, somebody wrote down. So, and the question they posed was, you know, so when, when your kids and teenagers don't want to go to church, should you force them or give them the responsibility to make their own decision? And the issue I have with this question is responsibility. Mm. Like if I give freedom to my kids nine out of 10 times, they're going to choose the stupid option. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're little. So, yeah. you know, so for, yeah. you know, high school, a little different, middle school. Little, well, I don't know. We, we can, we can talk about middle school later, but just, it may, it may not, but just, they're going to choose mm-hmm. most likely the unwise decision because they don't have the wisdom or the discernment yet mm-hmm. to make a decision uh, that's most likely going to be honoring to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so by me giving them responsibility, so to speak, that they don't really know how to use, um, I don't know if that's ever going to pan out well for them or for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And I'm curious, I, in my, I mean, I'm very biased. I'm like, I'm crazy biased for the church. Like I'm a pastor, like this is like, uh, but most yeah. families, it, I, I could be wrong, but most families, uh, I think right now, go to attend church like once a month, and they would say that they're committed to their church. Mm. And then I was thinking to myself, like, okay, well, that's that's like 12 times a year out of 52. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, is there anything else in life where I could show up, you know, I don't know what that percentage is, but let's say it's 20, was that 20%? Like, is there any, anything in life I can show up 20% of the time and say that I'm committed to this? I'm like, no, everybody, school or work or Mm -hmm. gym or whatever, like everybody would automatically say, no, that you're not committed Mm -hmm. to this. And so I was somewhat disheartened by that, but also uh, I don't necessarily know the, (laughs) the way to solve that just to, to, to you know, so, um, I'm just fascinated by how even many people view, being a part of a church, you know, when, and they would say once a month means that they're committed mm-hmm. or they're really involved. And I'm like, no, that you can't use those words for, for, for that. No. And you hit it right on. If I were to say to my boss at work today, like, I know you gave me these 10 things that need to get done. Hey, I did one, but I'm super committed to this company. <laughs> really? Because we don't see that in your actions, you know? So, yeah. um, and, and the tricky part is, is that we forget that, Parenthood is a gift, it is a calling, and it is some days a hard responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't tell my kids, hey, I'm never going to ask you about your homework or, you know, whatever, insert yeah. whatever that item is. Um, just kind of run with it and figure it out as you go because they don't know everything. You yeah. know, I still don't know everything at my age. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I've even said to my girls, I'm a grown woman. And there are times I go to my parents Mm -hmm. for wisdom and Mm -hmm. prayer and Mm -hmm. insight. Um, There is a beautiful, you know, there's beauty in the the parent-child relationship. Yeah. And so you're right. Like to say, I'm going to oversee everything, but I'm going to give you full responsibility in this thing. Yeah. Um, It, why this one thing? And why do we think that they're fully responsible 
in, in only this area, but not everything else. Yeah. Um, they're kids. Mm. They're kids. Foolish. Yeah. 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 Foolish. But I think sometimes like just being honest with our kids, you know, and to say, yeah, we had a really late night last night. Mama's tired. I'm getting coffee here and then coffee in the foyer, you know, to, yeah. to just be honest to say, um, we don't always feel it, but there's beauty in the discipline. For sure. And like Rebecca said, you show up and you're like, Lord, I needed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm so glad as tough as it was. Um, but I think sometimes as parents, we don't want to feel that vulnerable or mm-hmm. honest with our kids. But I think it's healthy to say to them, like, right, yeah. it, there's beauty, there's, mm-hmm. there's reality in that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say your this is a made up hypothetical to clarify. So let's say your teenagers are like juniors and seniors in high school and they say, mom, dad, I'm not going to church anymore. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to. We're not there yet. Like I just, I just don't even know. We're so we're a few years from that. So that's why I was thinking when we were talking earlier, I was like, I want this podcast to listen to for someone who. You know, my oldest is 13, Juliana's 14. 14. 14. And so, yeah, as we get older, you know, so I want to hear from someone who has the, the college age kids yeah. to kind of, you know, because I'm curious what they would say. But for me, I, I know you're, you're going with us. I don't know. If you want lunch, you're going <laughs> with us. You know? yeah. That's going to be, do you mean like just I'm, I'm done? Yeah. Like, and, and maybe it's because that, you know, like mm-hmm. that student could have never been a believer or maybe they're just like, they're in a season where they're really rebellious, you they're know, struggling it, with they're, their they're struggling with their yeah. faith. It could be really anything, but they've just said, you know, mom, dad, like I am not going anymore. And I've had parents tell me this sure. and they've, mm-hmm. uh, and some have said to me like, no, we're, they're coming. And, and you can tell, like you can look on their faces and you can tell it's like, they hate you. Like at least that's their face uh-huh. is saying, mm-hmm. I would rather hit you Lucas instead of be Somebody in this building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like clearly like, and, but there's other times parents have said, well, we felt that they needed the freedom. And so we don't make them go. And so, and, and you know, there's not a, I mean, there's not a Bible verse that says, you know, like, but they're, they're, you know, if they're in your home, they're under your authority and God's, God's loaned them to you, mm-hmm. and, you know, loaned our kids mm-hmm. to us cause they're not really ours. And so it's our responsibility. So, um, uh, so it's just, it's something on my mind often cause we, in the last six years of doing youth ministry, junior year, we see a huge yeah. dip where, and I, a lot of my other, my buddies over at stone and, um, uh, Hill Country and Austin Ridge, you know, just a bunch of my other youth pastor. We've we've talked a lot about extensively about this, and they see the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, they're the junior. Like they'll be. I mean, they may be weekly, come with mom and dad, and they just totally kind of drop off junior year. And sometimes they come back senior year, and sometimes they don't. And so every year it's this big lull. And so just you know, for you guys in your home, like what. Obviously, you know, if that's not happening now, they're not that age, but just what, what would some of the things that you would lean into in conversations and how would that go for you guys? So like Rebecca said, we're not there. I've got a freshman as my oldest, but, um, a couple of things that we have done to, um, maybe kind of looking ahead because we do have friends that have had older kids and we've seen that we've had those discussions with them, um, is that we all serve. 
And so like for my oldest, she loves working with children. Mm. Um, like that is her heart and that is her, you know, I see a real gifting and calling in that area. So she serves there. And so she loves those kids and they love her. And, um, you know, our prayer is that as she continues to grow in relationships with those kids, when those tough times come, you know, it may look yeah. like some Sundays it's like, but those kids need me. Yeah. Like I'm serving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we feel really blessed because she has connected so well with her um, small group leaders. Mm. And so we feel so blessed that there are other women in her life that love her and that yeah. are praying for her and that are pouring into her um, and that she's got a place where she can be honest about maybe things that she's not comfortable talking to us about, be honest about her struggles with her faith or things that are happening, um, you know, at school or, or, you know, in other areas of her life. And so we did have friends that, you know, now their kids are married and, you know, parents themselves who did talk to us about there is such importance in putting other people Mm -hmm. into your kid's life who can speak truth into them yeah. because we all know this, right? We can sometimes tell our kids, I have a great idea and they'll go, ah, and then this one can tell her the same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And she's like, that was a great idea. This, that was a hot, yeah. You're like, I literally like whatever. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think it's important that mm-hmm. you make sure that there are people that are pouring into your kids. And then at the same time in the local church that your kids are able to use their gifting mm-hmm. to pour into the local mm-hmm. church body. Yeah. It could be serving in children's ministry. It could be greeting. It could be, you know, coffee team, whatever that looks like. Yeah. But give them a place. It it was super important to us, even when our kids were little, that they see this as their church home. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted for us to be that family that our kids graduated and they're like, Oh, I only go into a big church mm-hmm. uh, on holidays or when they don't have youth ministry. We were like, no, 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 this yeah. is your church. Um, we wanted them to be talking to our friends, to be talking to people that were at different um, age demographics yeah. in our congregation, because, you know, we don't know where they'll end up in college or, you know, as adults, but mm-hmm. I wanted them to see like, Oh, the church family is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I totally agree. And it it's a big deal to us and our family. I um yeah, I, I, I think even as the youth pastor, the most important thing any family can do is worship together as a family. Mm-hmm. And I just I it's it's that's more important than youth ministry. That's more important than just just it's so needed. Because oftentimes students graduate and and I did this. Uh, well, the issue I had when I went to college, which which was an immaturity issue, nobody else's fault but my own. It's totally my fault. Is I was looking for a church that just automatically knew me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I, got, I didn't grow up in the church, but I got saved fifteen in small town. You know, everybody knew me. Can everybody knew everybody? So, um, you it was hard to sin and <laughs> for the world mm-hmm. not to know. So. Uh, you had to get really creative. Even when he did, it didn't really work. And so when I, you know, so I go from a small town, 200 to downtown Chicago, Oh wow! you know, and, and I was like, I go to a church a couple weeks. I'm like, man, nobody knows me here. I'm like, what the heck? Like, you know, and then I'd go to another church and, and I'm like, that was pretty dumb. And the reason nobody knew me is because I didn't stick around long enough to, for anybody to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes when students graduate and if they've only ever done youth ministry, 
they're looking for a church. They're not looking for a church when they go to college. They're looking for a youth ministry. Yeah. And then when they go to church, they realize like, oh, this is different. Yeah, it's not catered specifically to you right. uh-uh. because the church isn't just, you know, 18-year-olds mm-hmm. or 15-year-olds or whatever. And so yes. then that that gap, that bridge is much harder mm-hmm. for them to, because it's now it's, a, it's like a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. It's, it's totally different. And so so I'm, I'm right there with you guys um, on that for sure. Um, so what would it look like for you guys specifically? And, um, if, uh, like if your kids, like, would you let them attend a different church than what you, like, if they said, we want to go to a church down the road, but you guys come here to Austin Oaks because a lot of families allow this. Oh, I know. I, again, my, with my oldest being 13, he hasn't asked that, um, you know, we, our school a lot of his friend, their friends are spread out. Yeah. We've got Bastrop, mm-hmm. we've got Canyon Lake, we've mm-hmm. got out in Henley near Blanco, and their their friends are spread out, <clears throat> and they do go to a lot of different churches. But I, that for me, um, I went to a church where I was the only one from my high school, and I didn't even really think anything of it hmm. because that was what we that was what we did, yeah. and those friends from the youth group are still my very good friends today. And so I did have separate, I mean, some people may want something a little more together, you know, where it's like one community, school, church. I loved having that mm-hmm. and then went on to, went to A&M and I, those friends, there were several who went with me and we went to church together. And yeah. so, yes, we had mm-hmm. to meet people and make, you know, we were, we were committed to going, but I had some friends who went with me. Um, but just going back to those choices that's such a tough one because y- y- I feel like I don't have them very long, you mm-hmm. know, and then I mean, I'm going to have them le- less than, you know, hopefully that they are on their own. Yeah. And so I feel like, as you were saying, they're living under my, my roof. I want them to be with me. And also just having that example, like I love that you, like I said, I keep bringing this up, but that you sit and you're right in front of us, you know, with your family, what a great example that is. And I know my kids, especially my boys are looking at that or I want them to be, but I'm also praying for their hearts as well. And going back, I know this isn't on this topic, so I'll come back, but when we're talking about our, you know, forcing our kids or whatever, the whole time I am praying that their hearts are softened and they come and Mm -hmm. then they might not be listening to anything, but there's something I'm like, Lord, just what, what they need to hear this message, you know, and just because it's, it could be like fold their arms folded and sour face. And, but I'm just like, the Lord is so much more powerful yeah. than that. Right. Amen. And so as the kids get older for me, as of right now at 13 and the, the younger ones, I, they will be coming with us. And this mm-hmm. is our home that we are committed to Austin Oaks, the youth group here, um, helping others. So as they get older in the youth group and in high school, and this is now, if there is something that I feel like if someone's attending a church and they find out the, the youth group, maybe not strong or maybe doesn't have one, I don't know what to do at that point. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know, but, um, but also I see an opportunity to help the youth group, you know, if I'm, yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm like, Brock, you, what a great example you can be my oldest for the younger. And so I, anyway, I hate to say be, this is what we're going to do, but Greg and I are pretty firm, you know, on that, unless yeah. something comes up. Now, if it's something like, Hey, they're doing a special activity, mm-hmm. go, yeah, you but, can you, go with but your invite friends. our yeah. friend. Yeah. And yeah. that's another thing is bringing our, bringing friends to our youth group, yeah. um, and our, on Sundays. Mm-hmm. 
And we've kind of had this same discussion, Alan and I, of, you know, if there's an event, mm-hmm. either way, right? Your mm-hmm. special event, you want to, your friend invited you or vice versa. That's great. But this is your church home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wouldn't allow them to say, we're going to go to the church down the street. You guys go there. Like, oh, yeah. We'll see ya. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that you have to be, somewhat strategic about that Mm. and you know even the language of we have to go to church yeah right we have to do this Mm -hmm. yeah right um you know and and we we just are our prayer like rebecca said we are not the source of our kids' salvation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Right. And that's so hard sometimes as parents. You're yeah. like, if you would just let me give you a script for your life, right? <laughs> but our parents couldn't do that for us, and we can't do that for our children. Yeah. But what we can do as a family is say, while you're here, this is our church home, mm-hmm. and this matters to mm-hmm. us, and this is yeah. what we're going to do as a family. Um, they will, we will blink, and they'll no. be at college, they'll be doing their thing. And they'll be making those choices. And so we just, at least for, for us as a family, it's important that while they're here, like we prayerfully guide them as yeah. best as we can. And, and one of the non-negotiables is like, we, this is what we do. This yeah. is our church family. And this is where we worship together. I'm yeah. sure it's easy to be fearful, like to be af- not afraid, but to fear oh no, they're going to leave my house and go the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And so I you know, pray that this is some, where it's a positive thing. If they are not, inter- you know, that I don't want to go, we're going, this is what we do. And then when they leave our home, I just pray that the, that they, that, that their, their relationship with the Lord is strong enough. And the, there's the conviction that they've connected with the youth pastor, you know, you're amazing and other, other, you know, volunteers mm-hmm. and different things that, yeah, I could see how it could be like, okay, fine. You don't have to go. I'm not going to fight you on this. You know, I, I fight you on different things and this one's not, but to realize this is, it's worth it. It's going to yeah. be worth it. Not easy. Um, but just, and then praying that they, if they do go away, that they come back quickly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, when I think of this question often is because, uh, cause students will start dating, you know, in high school. Oh, and yeah. so we'll get, yeah. we'll get students that'll show up for a season and when the relationship uh-huh. Uh-huh. is taking place. And then there's times where we like, don't see a student for a while. Cause uh-huh. then I'm like, like, and then they come, Hey, good to see you. How you been? And they're, and then, you know, they're like. <laughs> They're down because they just broke up, up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And I'm like, glad to have you back. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's, yeah, I love it. It's great. It, it just, you know, it's just funny dynamics of how, how those things mm-hmm. happen in student ministry. Well, and like we have already in the season we're in had conversations with our girls of like, we're not going to like hop around just, oh, you're dating so-and-so. They're at yeah. this church. We're going to go here. No. Your <laughs> friend is at this church. We're going to go there. Right. And so what we've told them is it matters to us that we give them an anchor Mm. and the Austin Oaks church family, this is their anchor, right? They can go to events. They can, you know, go to special things that their friends invite them to, but we aren't going to be, um, like blown by the wind, right? Of here this week, there that week. And I feel like, and they may not truly see the gift, but 
for us to be able to go, wow, like you grew up here. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. really, what a gift. Oh, man. And it's so, I think they, they're not going to, they don't necessarily know how to vocalize this, but it's really sweet when people will come and go, oh, Juliana, I can't believe you. Like you're so grown up. I, you know, I was carrying you in the nursery. Yeah. Like there is just this sweetness mm-hmm. of yep. like their story mm-hmm. um, is, is here. You know, they know every nook and cranny of this campus. Mm-hmm. They know where the things are kept. You know, this is home. Yeah. Um, and so our prayer is that wherever, you know, God takes them in their future, that they'll walk through this door and go, oh, ah, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I'm home. Yeah. Yep. And it, it's fun, you know, being around for six years now. I've, I've, I've seen families leave and come back and I've seen, you know, people go from not being married to married Mm -hmm. to having kids. Just it's, Mm -hmm. it's fun. Like it's, it's, yeah, I I wouldn't, I would not want to have to ever start over. I mean, just, yeah, the sense of family, um, is really, really important and helpful. But I think it's important to make those decisions, right. Of what the, what this is going to look like for your family Mm -hmm. when they're little you don't start having these conversations. You're like, oh, they're 13, 14. Let's start thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I know Rebecca talked about how great it is to see you with your kids. And and I've talked to you and Melissa about this. Of Paisley was so comfortable being in that worship space, even as a little one. Mm-hmm. And so we would like joke, you know, oh, here comes our greeter. And she'd come over and give us a hug. So How are you this morning? And then she would say, okay, got to go. I got more people. And we would watch her, right? And Paisley was mm-hmm. so little. But there was no fear. She was little, right? Three, four. Yeah. And she was so comfortable mm-hmm. that she was like, oh, I have my people to go see. And so you yeah. were off doing your own thing. Melissa was doing her own thing. And to see a, your three or four-year-old daughter walking around like, I got my people to go meet. Yeah. That is such a wise thing for y'all to let her have that comfort, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, okay, you're a teenager now. We're going to start having these discussions. Yeah. Um, because then you're kind of like behind the <laughs> ball, so to speak. Like you're mm-hmm. kind of making mm-hmm. up and you're dealing with the struggles that we all dealt with as, as teens and our kids still deal with. And so yeah. um, I think, you know, sometimes you go, oh, they're little. These things don't matter. But this is when you start planting the seeds and setting up for them. This is what we do. This is why we do it. Yep, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Well, any any last thoughts that you guys have and just in your experience or want to share or even encouragement to other parents who are maybe struggling to, they're they're literally dragging their kids or teenagers to church. Any any last minute thoughts you guys would like to share? I don't know, but I just think the power of prayer and just, okay, I'm dragging this kid. Lord, please just be with us this morning. Yeah. Just touch his heart, get to his or her heart and mine. You know, work on us right now. We are frazzled. We were yelling in the car, whatever it is. Lord, we're here. We are committed. Um, you, you speak to us. Yeah. You know, what do we need to hear this morning? Yeah. And maybe it's not this Sunday. Maybe it's the next Sunday or the next. Or maybe it's next year and there's... I, but I know that the commitment, it's worth it. And, or at least that we've seen that. And I know in my life worth it. And I definitely want that, that for my kids. I'm just so grateful for our church family. And that if we didn't have this church, there's so many wonderful churches here in yeah. Austin. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, but just, yeah, we're just, we're very blessed. And I think it's important when we're thinking about this issue 
to remember that as parents, if we haven't shown our kids the beauty of community, mm-hmm. then none of this conversation makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I would even encourage parents of think about, you know, for them, do they have people that they're connected to? Do they have spiritual accountability? Do they mm-hmm. have friends? Right. Because if we're not mirroring for our kids, why this matters, why this community is important. Well, then it's hard to have that discussion. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that our families are connected Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I have pictures of, you know, Paisley, tiny, tiny on, you know, Juliana's back. And then we fast forward and, oh, everyone's bigger now. We have more pictures. And, but for them to see, it's not just us saying this matters for you. It's Mm -hmm. this matters for Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. And so I think sometimes as parents, we need to stop and go, do they see why this matters? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so it could even be opening up our hearts and praying, okay, Lord, if I'm not modeling this, bring a family, bring a friend, um, because we want our kids to see like, oh, okay, I can see why I get the big picture. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you both very, very much. And uh, thanks for giving us your wisdom and thoughts on this topic. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others can be blessed by the conversation we had today. And we'll see you all next time.